Swimcast is recorded live in front of a feline audience. Hi there, Stramonix here. Just before we start, I just wanted to make a quick note that this is the first sewed that we recorded. Now this was before we really had nailed down the concept of what a sewed is. So in this episode, we're not covering a movie, we're covering a TV show. Without further ado, let's get to the show. I'm Andrew. I'm Jessica. And welcome to Swimcast. The podcast where me, Jessica, makes Andrew, him, watch movies <laughs> from my youth <laughs> that he wouldn't have otherwise seen because uh, he was an adult man living in Japan. We're talking clueless. We're talking she's the man. We're talking she's all that. We're talking 10 things I hate about you. Uh, yeah, and that's that's pretty much it we've exhausted the classics so <laughs> that's <laughs> it's left us to get a little bit creative which has been actually a lot more fun because instead we get to laugh instead of just like enjoying genuinely good movies <laughs> well we've discovered that genuinely good movies actually are problematic uh because uh, there's very little to talk about <laughs> Oh yeah, like I take absolutely zero notes because <laughs> I'm just like enjoying what I'm watching. And there's still a whole bunch of movies that are classic in your time period when you were a teenager, but you won't let me watch them with you because I will probably ruin them for you. Yeah, like I think we said last time, I rewatched Love Actually over Christmas time, you know, as per tradition. And I was like, this is a perfect movie. Andrew is not allowed to ruin it for me. <laughs> Even though I've seen BuzzFeed article upon BuzzFeed article about how it's super problematic and everybody in it is a horrible person, I refuse. It is a joy <laughs> and a delight. I just want to put out a disclaimer here. Disclaimer, this podcast lacks facts, accuracy and truth whatever that is. It's merely the random opinions of two random people. If you want facts and truthiness, look elsewhere. <laughs> you're, you're implying that not everything I say is true? How dare you? That's <laughs> gaslighting. <laughs> Occasionally, we do change things up and I make Jessica watch an 80s movie from when I was a teenager. But that's also a problem because I was... Uh, uh, how do I describe it? Weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not, I, we're not talking 16 Candles. We're not talking no. <laughs> Pretty in Pink. Nope. All of the, the classic 80s teen movies I did not watch because I hung out with the cool proto-goth kids. Because we were, we, were, <laughs> we were goth before there was goth. We were all in black and trench coats and stuff like that. And silver vests. Yeah. Never. <laughs> never. Well, that was more of my new wave stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we, we were. seagulls. <laughs> Absolutely. Totally. Rolled, Miami Vice rolled up blazer <laughs> sleeves. That's right. So, because <laughs> when I was in high school, it kind of fell in between punk and goth. So it was kind of that new wavy era. So a lot of Billy Idol and things like that. <laughs> like the Clash. The Clash were a big deal, yeah, because they were kind of punk, you know, at, at the end of punk, they were certainly more mainstream, more mainstream than the Sex Pistols. The Sex Pistols, ah. my friends liked and appreciated for their absolute anarchy, capital A anarchy. Oh, yes. For all of us small A anarchy kids in the suburbs. <laughs> suburban Ontario. Uh, yes. You guys didn't have the Margaret Thatcher anger to um, fuel your punk energy. No, no, no. But we did watch Spitting Image, which was like uh, a, a bad acid trip version of the Muppets. And I was going to say, that's the that's the, the puppets, right? Like the, <laughs> the puppets of like the royal family and stuff. Yes. And they're all horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it was all Ronald Reagan and Thatcher and oh, the Royals. Yeah, because yeah, oh, that yeah. was the politics that we were all uh, dealing with back then. Oh, yeah. Was that Star Wars? The We're going to put satellite weapons on satellites? Yes, yes, yeah. Ronald copies? Reagan. Oh, okay. Ronald yeah, Reagan, yeah, yeah. yes. And now, now we have Space Force. <laughs> with Not anymore. Uh, oh really? <laughs> Did they pull the plug? Yeah. Oh, I don't of know. Course. I don't know. I would imagine. <laughs> but they're going to be called Guardians. <laughs> no, no. I'm just glad that there's been like no news for five <laughs> days. Like it's been quiet and boring. And like that is. Isn't what that wonderful? Is supposed to happen. I know. <laughs> People are trying to make things happen, and I'm just like shh, shh, shh. No, shh. Quiet. We, we don't need news. We need a break day. here. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, I, I told you I was hanging on for Chinese New Year and then things will be much better. That is the perfect. Yeah, I like this. I like this idea. Hashtag New Year, New Me starting February 13th. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's yeah. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, I'm totally getting takeout for dinner. Diet starts after Chinese New Year. <laughs> We actually went out for dim sum this morning, and oh. just just so everyone knows, that's totally okay to go to restaurants in BC at the time oh, yeah. of this recording. So it's totally cool that we're at a restaurant. They have good protocols. They've oh, they've got plexiglass now between seating areas and tables and and distancing. So everything yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I've I've been to a restaurant handfuls of times over the past year. And yeah, it, it feels more safe than grocery stores or whatever. Because <laughs> you're you're seated, you're not moving. And you're exactly. Just in your little bubble or whatever. Right. And like they're they're so they're so strictly policed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to clarify before somebody <laughs> got all upset. Do, are any of our fives of listeners not in BC? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at the stats, uh, it's mostly BC. I think one or two odd people in the United States for some reason, and uh, maybe oh, oh, friends yeah. of yours. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, definitely. I think my friend who lives in Louisiana, I want to say, yeah. <laughs> well, I know I know she follows our our Instagram. So. Okay. <laughs> so hi Beth, if you're listening. <laughs> Okay, so is there any other uh, any other banter? <laughs> any other banter? Oh, forced niceties, my favorite. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Oh yeah, we totally we got off track. Um, we were saying that sometimes, yeah, we flip it up, and you pick your '80s movies, and then we we spiraled into '80s politics. And then, All right, yeah, we really got say, off track. We also occasionally. <laughs> Uh, and it turns out about exactly once every year, we do a mini-sode. Ah. So, <laughs> so last year, like I said, I think exactly to the day almost, we did um, Super Bowl halftime show. Right. Uh, J-Lo, Shakira, was, yeah, the best. Yeah, yeah, where they ushered in the apocalypse. And then <laughs> <laughs> they absolutely did. Yeah, so so basically, for, for listeners, it's no different for you, because me and Andrew just like yak on and on and on for a solid, you know, hour and 10 minutes, even when the thing we've watched runs between like 20 and 30 minutes. <laughs> but uh, today, shall, shall I break the news, Andrew? Shall I tell, shall I tell the people what they've been waiting for? Absolutely. <laughs> what are we watching? So today, I have dug up on the internet the episode of The Highlander, <laughs> which stars our very own Andrew as Man in Bookstore. So, <laughs> wow. I, I, okay. Was, you say, I think you told me it was 1996, so I'm looking forward to some exceptional fashions, some probably oh. sexist humor. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. <laughs> let Let me fill you in on details because I have my. Oh yes my extras voucher here. Uh, it was a Monday, August 12th, 1996, when this scene was recorded, the scene that I was in was recorded. I had to be nice. there at 9.30 in the morning, and it was filmed in, um, oh, Chapters at Metrotown. It was a Chapters then? It was Chapters? Oh yeah, it would have been yes. Chapters. 
Okay. So there's some more details. Uh, Highlander wow, season five. Groundbreaking. <laughs> what insider info? <laughs> so did we actually get to the, the name of the episode? Oh, oh yes. So it was uh, season five, episode four, Dramatic License. <laughs> this was hilarious because I have never watched this episode. I did not see any of the movies or TV shows that I did extra work in. This was back in the late 90s when uh, it was pretty easy to be, become an extra. You just joined an agency and they sent you to sets. Yeah, this pre-internet and like, so it That's been, right. And it was pre-PVR, like it would have been VCR, but you would have had to like know exactly when your show was on like that evening and watch it <laughs> like <laughs> at like, you know, eight, seven central <laughs> and, <laughs> and like find it in the TV guide. That's right. But wait, was, I think Highlander, wasn't it um, syndicated too? Or was uh, it network? Probably. Like it was more like a Star Trek The Next Generation and it kind of appeared at different times on different days, depending on the local market. It gives me, I think it has that vibe. Probably, I don't know. I didn't pay much attention after the fact. I just went to the- <laughs> Andrew, how do you get your royalties checks? Just ah. rolling in that fat dough. <laughs> you don't get royalty checks as an extra. There needs to be an extra an extra union or something. That's right. Well, uh, yeah, I wasn't even part of the union. <laughs> so get your point oh 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 five cents. Right. Is exactly. there an extra union? No, uh, I don't think so. There's unions for all of the other things on the set, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah sure. the extras were just there to fill space. Right. <laughs> In a bookstore, you're, apparently. You're, you're, you're paid for your flesh, fleshy skeleton to just <laughs> exist in space. <laughs> yes, to create the illusion of reality. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, this will be the first time in, geez, since it was recorded, in 25 years, almost 25 oh, years. Oh, shit. 24 to 25 yeah. years, the first time I've watched the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's roll it. Let's do it. Okay. Off to the show. back from this personal cringe fest. <laughs> <laughs> you mean back from the most incredible 48 minutes of television I've ever seen? Well, I would say it's uh, it was a good 46 minutes, except for the two minutes where you might have seen me on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that was the best part. Oh my god. I don't know. Cringe, cringe. It was, it was so enjoyable. I loved it so much. <laughs> You've tormented me before with these scenes, but... Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've shown everyone we know. I've always just, like, because you told me at what point you were in, you're like, oh, I'm in the bookstore. So I've, I scrolled till I found your part and just watched that. Like, I had no context for the episode. But, like, <laughs> the, the episode is, oh, my God, it's so good. It's so good. Shall I recap? Shall I recap? Oh, please. Please do. Okay. So, I mean... I never watched any of the series and I haven't seen the original movie, but basically, so Highlander is like these immortal people from Scotland from the 1500s. And, you know, they just live a bunch of different lives and now they are, here they are in the 90s. I'm assuming as all television was in the 90s, it was like monster of the week kind of thing. So this standalone episode, the plot was Sandra Bernhardt plays a romance novelist who has written a series of romance novels based on the life of the Highlander, Duncan MacLeod, which is also like, <laughs> this This episode is 96. The, the book 
Outlander that like the current TV series is based on was came out in 91. So they absolutely borrowed that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and oh my God, it, it was just like, take that and paint it with like a 90s syndication brush. Like mwah, chef's kiss, <laughs> amazing, amazing TV. It was so fun. It was so fun. I loved it. Well, while this is a TV show as opposed to a movie from the 90s, it is definitely of the 90s. And even though you didn't watch this, you were probably watching other 90s uh, TV shows that this was <laughs> certainly a lot like. Like you said, oh, the yeah. 90s production brush, especially Vancouver 90s production brush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like Hercules, The Legendary Journeys. I want to call it uh, Highlander, The Legendary Journeys. <laughs> or like, what was the Highlander, The Legend Continues? <laughs> like the Kung Fu. Like we, I, we spent time figuring this out last time. But yeah, oh my God. It was so 90s. And, and like, also unlike movies, like the TV shows were meant to kind of be disposable. So like... Some of the movies you watch, even though they're 90s, there's timeless elements. No, not this. <laughs> this is 100% like this is fall of 1996. It, it exists in no time other than the fall of 1996. Oh my God, just incredible stuff. Well, one of the things that, of course, we're watching because we know it's a shot in Vancouver show is looking around trying to see all of the things that says, hey, this is Vancouver, like the North Shore Mountains, Stanley Park, uh, uh, Coal Harbor, things like that. So we did see a lot of those things, but you've been taunting me by you went and did some research <laughs> as to what yeah. what city that uh, Vancouver is pretending to be in the series and you wouldn't you wouldn't tell me yes I didn't tell you because when I googled it I laughed so hard so it is set in the fictional Washington town of Seacouver <laughs> what the hell I know Seacouver it's like they didn't even try. Not at all. What the I, I know. See what I mean? Incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Everything about this is incredible. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody, yeah. So usually we wait till the end to recommend. No, no, no. Go to YouTube. Search, like, Highlanders <laughs> Season 5, Episode 4, or Dramatic no. License. Yeah, just uh, what I did, Dramatic License, Highlander. And yeah. that'll bring it up, and you can watch the episode. Yeah. You, you should do that before you listen to any more of this spoiler material. Oh, yes. Huge spoilers. <laughs> Huge spoilers. Oh, my God. It was so good. I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it certainly didn't have any of the things that we have been looking for in teen movies. Uh, there was no milk motif, no ska, <laughs> no jeeps, no frosted tips. <laughs> oh, that's true. But oh, oh boy, did it have stuff. So like, I was like, where do we start? Do we start with music? Sure, where we sure. Start. And I was like, it's not going to have any music because like it but, was a syndicated TV show from the 90s. But you were wrong. I was super wrong. The, the theme music is by Queen, which I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> this is amazing. Like, how how do they have the budget for that? Exactly. Like the, studio, the larger studio must have already owned, like, a chunk of the Queen catalog. It wasn't a Queen song that I knew. I, I, I even around to see what it was, like, Prince Amongst Men or something it was called. Right. I wonder if that was written for the theme, or do you, you, you think it's just back catalog? I, I don't know. When did Freddie Mercury die? Because it was Freddie Mercury's voice, I'm pretty sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm not sure when he died. It might have been 2000s, though. What? No, okay. <laughs> Insert the Google theme. I'm going <laughs> to, I have to know. We be Googling. We be Googling. Yeah. We be Googling. We be Googling. Yeah. We be Googling. We be Googling. Yeah. We're Googling, Googling, Googling. We're Googling, Googling, Googling. We're Googling, Googling, Googling. We're Googling, Googling, Googling. He died in 1991. Oh, Jesus. Okay, so this is just back catalog. Yeah. They took the least known Queen song. But maybe, well, I don't know. Like, 
because he died in 91. This was 1996 and is the fifth season, so it would have started in 1991. So yeah. it's possible. It's possible. Because, like, the song, I, maybe it got remastered a bit because it didn't, like, it, it definitely was Queen. Like, you can't mistake Queen. A absolutely. But it had yeah. such a 90s vibe to it. Like, I kept thinking it was, oh, what song? What song did I think it was? Oh, no. I kept trying to like sing along to it with like a, like another 90s hair metal song, but it had that like so much synth and like 90s yeah. hair metal and like drums vibe to it. It didn't have the like, cause Queen was very operatic, right? Like, That's true. Rock and opera. Rock opera. And you know, uh, of course their heyday was the, the 70s into the 80s, but they were still yeah. producing new albums and new stuff and new styles. Well, well uh, you know, yeah. all through the well, 80s. Well, they still are even, are yeah. they? Like with Brian May and um, what's the other guy? I can't remember. Oh, uh, yeah. I can only remember the two. Brian May, because that guitar sound is just, you hear Brian May guitar style and you just know immediately, oh, it's Queen. Or, yeah. you know, that yeah. is Brian May. and. I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I was super wrong on that count. I was I was expecting some sort of '90s made-for-TV. Well, I mean, the soundtrack of the the episode itself did not disappoint <laughs> in that respect. Like, Very yeah, <laughs> stock music. And oh yeah. There was some weird background yeah. music or like. You're like you were like who's singing? Yeah. Because it, <laughs> it was like this weird like like it wasn't even lyrics. Was it? Was it just kind no, of like a, it just vague. Ah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, and that was like underscoring kind of what 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 scenes? Like it wasn't really anything happening when that music was playing. It was very strange. It like was there was weird. music yeah. th that you would expect. Like at some points I'm like, they're ripping off the princess bride, like one million percent. <laughs> like whenever there was a sword fight of any sort, I was yes. like, they even need, they used the Foley from Prince Princess Bride. Like they reused <laughs> the music and the Foley because it's just like that very, um, I, I, I can't even hum it, but <laughs> I mean, everyone has seen The Princess Bride. Everyone has seen when they sword fight in The Princess Bride. That music. There was definitely very, uh, we, we just said stereotypical Scottish music to the point oh, yeah. to the point of being cultural appropriation by today's <laughs> standards. Uh, Ethnically I mean, insensitive. Yeah, it, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, like at, at one point, oh, what was I Scottish people would have every right to be pissed. <laughs> And, yeah. and the accents too. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So it was because yeah, that the Scottish music was definitely when they like when they were having not the flashbacks, but the when the reenactments of the romance novel. Right. Right. But then in one of the reenactments, they had like the the most hilarious musical cue, which was when in the reenactment of like the love scene from the romance novels, it was the Hallelujah chorus, like full on. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it was hysterically funny. And that was the point where I was like, oh, everybody in this show knows exactly what they're doing making this show. Like, nobody thinks this is serious. Everybody thinks it's hilarious. And they're having so much fun doing it. And I was like, this is great. <laughs> there was also uh, almost a sound effect, but it was a bit on the musical side because the Highlanders can sense when another Highlander is within range of them. So there was a there was a sound that they played every time two Highlanders were uh, close <laughs> together. Before they'd was seen each other, there was a the the sixth sense or that they <laughs> it was knew. Like a gong. Yeah, it was or a just about yes. Like, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> or like a yeah. <laughs> oh my god, the sound yeah, the sound effects were excellent. <laughs> it was so 90s and very much like Hercules did it too where it was like, "Oh, we're being funny now." And it was literally the <laughs> timpani noise. We made a joke, boing, like so funny. Oh my god, it was the best. It was the best. Well, okay, so let's talk about some of the fashion because Oh my god, the f I wrote capital letters Fashion spelled F-A-S-H-U-N. Like, the fashion. So good. 
Well, one of the main female characters, Amanda, she is also an immortal. And yes. uh, so we both had to figure this one out <laughs> through the episode yeah. uh, that she was an immortal, not that she just somehow was uh, a, a muggle who knew that the Highlander was uh, immortal. Yeah, yeah. Her, so, no, her, yeah, yeah, and I made the comment, it's like, her fashion has come full circle, like. Oh, right, what she was wearing at the beginning, good. that was uh, incredible. The, oh, all of her outfits were, except for. Except for that white dress. Yeah, the gag where her and Sandra Bernhardt were shopping, and then they both got the same dress, and it was kind of a pretty ugly dress that actually looked better on Sandra Bernhardt, and then they ended up storming out of the store wearing these dresses, and, like, the store clerk lady said, um, come back here, that's a $5,000 dress. (laughs) So I just walked out with two of them and she said, charge it, put it on my card. I was like, $5,000 for the hideous dress. But uh, yeah, all the rest of her clothes were fantastic. Like they were the scene when they were in a restaurant and she got up and left and I just like out loud, like that is a hot dress. (laughs) It was like this leather dress. It was so good. Agreed. And so now let's look at the other side of things. (laughs) <laughs> Duncan McLeod in his oh, puffy shirt. He's wearing a pirate shirt. <laughs> the pirate, like the deepest V. Yeah, at deeper. All times. <laughs> yeah, deeper V than William Riker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. At one point, I was like, I am so sick of seeing his left nipple because it was just constantly being exposed. <laughs> Generally, that was mostly in the romance novel cutaways, but in his modern time shirt while he's busy running his business, which is a dojo in a community center. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the you mean puffy a, pirate shirt. A, a dobro? <laughs> a dobro. Yeah, Sandra Bernard calls it a dobro at one point, but when brojo was right there, it was right there <laughs> for the taking. Oh my God. So yeah, he's being business owner with his puffy white shirt. Deepest, deepest V. Oh, and let us not forget his his large assortment of like barrettes, his hair yes. collection. Because yes. he has such long cool. hair and he has all of these Celtic hair ties. <laughs> yeah, his hair was always tied back with with uh, the Trinity like Celtic knot. Yes. Or like beautiful silver, silver piece. That was, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, that do not belong in a man's hair. Ah, like, ah, ah, ah. Oh my God. And then, so there's, uh, yeah, and then at, when he went to go fight the other Highlander at the end and he showed up, Andrew's like, oh, some Highlander shit's going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because he, he, he was coming up the stairs in a long trench coat. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Highlander shit's going to happen when, yeah. when he shows up with that long trench coat. And the, ra- like, the wraparound sunglasses, the really narrow... <laughs> Super. I don't think they were fully wraparounds with the really narrow sunglasses. Oh my god. Well, right, because I had to explain to you that you know the Highlanders, they 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 have to eventually fight each other, and when when the Highlanders fight, they fight to the death, and the person who survives the fight absorbs the energy and power of the one that they vanquished. So you can't do that in the middle of a book party. So, you know, there was, there could not be a Highlander fight in those scenes. So when he was sneaking up alone and Terrence was alone, of course, oh, then Highlander shit can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's what I was trying to piece together because the the intro, the the opening credits for the show does a really good job of explaining the entire premise of the show. Right. Oh, but one thing. There's one. I I just want to make one correction there is that all of the Highlanders don't come from the Highlands of Scotland. So the Mm -hmm. Immortals are from all around the world. Because yes. that's, that's the story building in the movie, the original movie, is that yeah. the immortals are, are just, somehow they, they're they born and are immortal, and this happens all around the world. So, yeah. of course, the story starts with a, an immortal being born in Scotland, but there's other immortals, and as they travel the world, they end up in fights. Yeah, of course, the original, yeah, the original immortal being Sean Connery, Highlander being Sean Connery. (laughs) I'm not even sure if he's the original, but but he's the one who kind of coaches uh, the the Scottish Highlander. 
okay, but Sean Connery is very much Scottish. <laughs> we need to establish that. <laughs> unlike, unlike the Highlander on this show, who is like the swarthiest, like Italian, Mediterranean looking, and he's supposed to be Scottish. Like that was some, that was an interesting casting choice. <laughs> And there was quite a range of Scottish accents from oh, oh, <laughs> from the same terrible. person. Yeah, because in the romance novel flashbacks, he's doing oh, and a ridiculous, yeah, doing a, a ridiculous, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when he's in modern times, for the most part, he has a non-accent and an American accent with sort of a, a British tinge to it like where he sounds like proper you know yes yes but then at times you can try and pick up kind of a scottish accent which it was just very muddled it was very weird accent work the actor himself is british though ah like he's from england but i think this is like you said nobody's taking this totally seriously yeah true who cares if the accent is kind of shifting throughout the episode. I know, it was so bad. <laughs> oh, so, shall we talk about the funniest death scene ever? Uh, no, you are jumping way ahead. We need to okay. circle back to fashion. There is one fashion that we have Okay, what did I miss? About. What did I miss? And that is that is the fashion of one Andrew. Oh, God damn it. No, let's just move on. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. So you actually make two appearances on two separate days as an adult man who was a fan of this romance novelist. I know, it's and a little too on the nose. Uh, yeah, you are a, you are a fan boy. Full on. And so your first appearance, you're wearing this color-blocked, like, purple purple green and white i think yeah yeah (laughs) shirt like kind of rugby shirt with the collar and then (laughs) that was part of my collection yeah (laughs) later on you're just wearing like a blue button-up shirt but and (laughs) blended in very well but the first one is like that shirt is from the 90s (laughs) (laughs) yes i think there was maybe one or two other guys in that scene, and then the 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 rest were all middle-aged ladies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, no, the other guy was the the publisher. No, no, no. Was there a... was another like uh, non-talking extra, like myself. Oh, oh, yes, there was. Yeah. But but yes, the <laughs> the flamboyant publisher. Yes. Uh, or publicist or publisher. Right, publicist. Oh, publicist. Yeah, Sounds, publicist. yeah. I, his his role. <laughs> so yeah, he's wearing a cravat. And his sole purpose was to fawn over Duncan McLeod and yes. just talk about how absolutely dreamy he is and <laughs> and just be a parody of himself. Okay, have we talked about my clothing enough? Yes, we have. Okay, good. Okay, so yes, we've we've exhausted talking about your clothing. <laughs> so so now now, Andrew, we may talk about the most hilarious death. On television. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see it going the way it did. I, I was kind of expecting <laughs> some, uh, something a little different. I expected her to die, like to fall off the cliff, but not yeah. like the way it happened. Anyway, the, the setup is that Duncan McLeod had this woman she- in the village <laughs> who was crazy about him, but she was being forced to marry Duncan McLeod's cousin. And... So the cousin got all pissy about the fact that uh, she really didn't want to marry the cousin. She wanted Duncan. And he uh, challenges him to a fight. And so the two of them get into this battle and, and, and fight each other. And Duncan kills his cousin, which I'm like scratching my head going, wait a minute, he's an immortal. Why didn't he let his cousin kill him? Because he can't die. So he killed his own cousin for no really good reason. But, but then everybody would find out he was a Highlander. 
and but, like but in his the dad, 1700s. His dad could haul him away and then, because he was leaving anyway. Was he? Oh, yeah. I, I totally missed that Because I was like, then everybody would know and then they'd be like, you're a witch. And then they would burn him and he still wouldn't die. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I guess it would be kind of a repeat of what happened in the movie. Okay, so yeah, so he kills his cousin. It's weird. I mean, not cool, Duncan. Oh, that that's the hilarious death you were talking about? No. I was talking Okay, good. <laughs> because I was like, No, that's the no, setup. No, no. That's the setup. Okay, yeah. Because then then he goes because uh, the the woman goes running off and he chases after her and for some reason they're in the forest on the edge of a cliff and she's within a few feet of the cliff and he's talking to her and I thought she was going to suicide herself by walking backwards off of the ledge. And she's talking to him and it sounds like they're going to be together. And then all of a sudden, the, 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 the edge of the cliff that she's standing on gives way and she falls to her death. Yeah, but it's not just that the cliff gives way. It's you. It's a very obvious piece of like styrofoam set. Yes. That's just like a square covered in leaves, kind of just shakes a little bit. <laughs> and and then, you, you and me, like horrible people, are laughing hysterically, laughing our asses off as she <laughs> falls to her death. <laughs> because because it, it took forever. The falling it was like. <laughs> And then they, her like bracelet fell off, and they like zoomed in on the bracelet, just like spiraling downwards, and then like landing softly on the ground. Oh, it was so oh. Good. <laughs> chef's kiss. And, oh, this whole episode is chef's kiss. <laughs> For me, that's that's the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that sealed it. That sealed. Absolutely. Sealed the perfection. Oh my god. <laughs> what else is there in this? In this? Oh, I was about to say movie, TV show. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, oh After the book signing, there's like a, a fancier uh, book launch party at. Where did you say that it actually probably was? I think was? it's like the Yacht Club in Stanley Park. It looks oh, okay. Like. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of looked like that. So obviously uh, that was a, a, a more upscale thing. So <laughs> I wasn't invited to be in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nor, nor were you invited to be a Highlander like clansman. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I wasn't part of the Highlander clansman <laughs> yeah. uh, scene. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Maybe maybe be. if you'd had your beard at the time, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so at that party where where Duncan McLeod, he's 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 actually showed up at the party to be Duncan McLeod of the book, which he oh, actually yeah, like, is. So yeah. yeah, so Sandra Barnhart talked talked him into that. And to being a piece of meat, yeah. Yes, for uh, 90s Vancouver Cougars. <laughs> Oh my God! So, oh yes, it's incredible. Because that, oh, yeah, that so, party was just full of very good-looking uh, women. Yes, but like that also touches on how. Remember, I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to some incredibly sexist humor. <laughs> like, <laughs> at one point, there was like, like Sandra Bernhardt full-on sexually assaults Duncan McLeod. <laughs> oh yeah, she threw him Zero to the couch and whatsoever. jumped on him. Yeah. Yes. She's like pitting him down. Like, and saying, okay. you, you know you want this. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's, no, I think that was almost word for word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some version of that. Yeah. I don't know, okay. Before we move on, I just like, I wrote down, it's really funny, but I don't know how else to work it in at <laughs> one scene. It was one of the flashback scenes where um, this maiden runs up to Duncan McLeod and is asking for his help because she's being chased oh. by somebody because she'd robbed him. Yes. And so he was like, I'll protect you, like fair maiden or whatever. And then uh, Terrence in like wig costumes comes in and they fight. And while they're sword fighting, while well, he tries to pull the sword out of the, <laughs> the, the hilt oh, that's right. like on the horse, <laughs> he, he like flubs it and almost cuts the horse's ear off. And for some reason, they decided not to re refilm that <laughs> and just let that poor bad take in. And while they're sword <laughs> fighting, 
the wench who I think was Amanda. It was, The other yes. Highlander. Yes. Yeah, in, in the dress. She hops on Duncan's horse and runs away. And then Duncan and Terrence oh, right. are all of a sudden, they're just friends. Even right. though they were ready to sort of fight. <laughs> and that's when, and, and Andrew, you said, oh, bros before hoes. And I said, no, bros before tavern wenches. <laughs> oh, that's Absolutely. really forced, forced way of getting that joke in, but I had to. It was, right. it was a highlight. This episode started with what was coming out of Sandra Barnhart's book. Her version. And then that scene was like the recreation of what really happened. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. So so Amanda doesn't look so good in the second version. (laughs) Not so so posh. She called me a thief and a whore or whatever. (laughs) She didn't say whore, but... <laughs> right, and neither neither Duncan or Terrence actually really want to fight. They're kind of like, oh yeah, and they're kind of pretending to fight. And then she stole the horse. Yeah, so he was like, I would buy you a beer, but she stole my money too. <laughs> He's like, oh, give me a ride, and I'll buy you a beer instead. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Anyway, so on to our last segment, Andrew. Oh wait, wait, wait. No. Oh. What about our favorite segment? Is there a point of it? Is there a point of it? Internet rule 34 says there is. Porn. Porn. Oh! Oh, there's definitely porn of this. We don't even need to, we don't even need to search it. There's a million percent porn of this. Yes, actually, I did a little research <laughs> before we started. And... Yeah, there is porn of this. It's called Outlander and it's on TV right now. Okay, well, uh, I, I did a little search, and if you put in Highlander, what comes up is a lot of kilt porn. So, who knew? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, given, I've given you some homework. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that in my notes. Just saying. Save that for later. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. Usually I get a ooh out of you. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking this is a 50-50 whether this is a ooh or uh, uh, further research required. <laughs> okay, okay, so uh, what is our last section? <laughs> our last segment, the... obviously. Yeah. Andrew, are there any Mila Kunis's or Maya Rudolph's? Oh, right. Episode? That segment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, this was, this was a, a tough, TV episodes are, are tough because there aren't as many characters, uh, you know, they tried to keep the character list pretty short and, <laughs> and, and also even the extras, they can kind of keep that under control. So I really, um, I, I, I really struggled with this one this time. So my joke answer is some of the cougars at that book party. <laughs> <laughs> not not Sandra Bernhardt. <laughs> I, I I I do enjoy Sandra Bernhardt uh, in various movies. That you know, like I'm I'm a fan of hers, but uh, she's not on my Maya Rudolph's list. So. <laughs> and, and and Andrew, you're not even gonna gonna give credit to your 1996 self. <laughs> You don't think you were a full smoke show? I'm horrified. No, I'm I'm horrified. <laughs> horrified. I told you this is a cringe fest for me. <laughs> but Going you had hair. See, I, yes, I had a lot more hair back then. I, I do. <laughs> I do appreciate that. I had also like uh, some pretty big kind of Jeffrey Dahmer-ish uh, glasses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally forgot. We 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 talked about your fashion, but we completely glazed over your performance. <laughs> <laughs> also, pretty cringeworthy. <laughs> no, it's incredible. My personal favorite part is when everyone else is clapping, but you are not. I'm distracted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Kel surprise. <laughs> <laughs> As Terrence picks up Sandra Bernhardt and carries her out of the store, everybody starts applauding, and you're just like, what's going on? And you literally look side to side. 
<laughs> no, that's that's because of the editing. I was kind of like doing a, oh my god, what's going on? And I'm so surprised. Uh, I, I was I was doing weird facial expressions, like trying to tell a story. But that was uh, the direction you were but, given. <laughs> but it was cut out. It was oh, edited out, so it just so looks Andrew. like I'm. Yeah. Oh, hang on. What about you? What about uh, are are you a big uh, Duncan McLeod fan? Oh my God, nothing makes me want to throw up more. He's so gross to me. <laughs> well, it can't be Terrence. No, there was none. There okay, was okay, none. okay. The fair. Only, no, do you fair. know who was the hottest person on the show? Who? Amanda, by far. <laughs> Especially like her leather dress. I was like, that's a hot dress. So she was hot. <laughs> she gets points. Yeah. See, I, I was I was struggling because it's like, I uh, you know, I'm a long hair kind of guy. And uh, oh, yeah. so, uh, um, yeah, her fashion and everything, super cool and everything. But uh, yeah, I couldn't put her on my Maya Rudolph's list. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was hot. Her, like, she, oh, she, absolutely. she worked yes. the short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but the, like, oh my God, Duncan, Duncan McLeod, like, I could enumerate the ways in which <laughs> he is disgusting to me. Like, it was... Oh, oh, like the the all the left nipple exposure that was really <laughs> gross. The all of the barrettes, like the grease, and he was greasy. Like at all times, he was shiny, greasy. Yeah, was that a nineties like thing? Hair, yeah, and like the long hair, it wasn't a mullet. Like it was full long, but the way he always had it pinned back made it look like a mullet. Oh, it was so gross. <laughs> I would give Terrence a pass, but like I'm not excited about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, like he gets he gets a few more points for having like a real British accent, but that's about it. <laughs> and and more normal clothes. Like his clothes were not a deep V. They're just sort of like neutral casual suits. But oh oh I'm just like grossed out by Duncan. But yeah, back back once again to your performance, Andrew. Oh God! <laughs> what? Where did I thought, you? Where did I thought you... we'd moved on. Nope, 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 oh, nope, nope, nope. Oh, oh, so, 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 what motivated you? What what motivated <laughs> your performance? The uh, hang on, how much did I get paid? Um, <laughs> let me just look it up here. Oh, it doesn't say on here how much it was. Uh, oh no no no! Wait 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 wait. Um, oh, oh, okay. This was actually not bad. This was uh, fifteen ninety two an hour. <laughs> that's what motivated that's me. That's not bad for nineteen ninety six. Yeah, that that was actually not bad paying for extra work. That's not bad. Yeah, I would like stand around and be on TV for sixteen dollars an hour, even in today's money. That's fun. <laughs> and a lot of times when you're an extra, you you have to be on set at a certain time. But you may sit there for hours, literally hours. Not on this one, but uh, there was a job where I showed up early in the morning and they literally kept us waiting for eight hours. And we're getting paid to sit around and read books and talk to each other and, and everything. And then it was kind of like, oh, hurry, hurry, hurry. We have to get this done before the light goes. You know, like <laughs> the sun is going to set. We need to get the shot but we've been there all day. Right. So, yeah, no, that was good. Uh, that was decent money in, at the time. So I feel I feel I need to interrogate this yet more. I feel like I'm, I'm James Lipton from Inside the Actors Studio. So I'm going to ask you now, Andrew. Okay. His 10, his ten famous questions. Okay. That he asks the master thespians, your Sir Ian McKellens, etc. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew. Yes. What? is your favorite word? I would have to go with synergy. <laughs> what? Your favorite word is like a bullshit business word? <laughs> well, on set, you have to synergize with everybody. And <laughs> oh, God. Be in the moment. Oh, God. Okay. What is your least favorite word? Communal. I hate communal. Yeah. <laughs> I want everything to be mine. <laughs> Not shared. Not shared. Communal. Least favorite word. Yes. All right. 
Oh, I can't even ask you this question, it's gross. Andrew, what turns you on? Well, Jessica, there's a long list of things, but... Uh... Exactly, but... <laughs> <laughs> next question. Okay, yes, that was top of the list. Okay, next question. <laughs> what turns you off? Randy Newman. <laughs> no. No, I, I got that wrong. I got that wrong. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say Randy. <laughs> Randy. Wait, Randy. Oh, yeah, Randy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Randy. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, well, we can throw Randy Newman in there, too, while we're at it. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine there's people out there that, like, enjoy, like, making love to Randy Newman songs? <laughs> that... That uh, <laughs> I know I'm I always telling you not to kink shame things, but I think we can kink shame that. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. All right. Oh. Next oh. <laughs> like from Toy Story, Randy Newman yes, song. Exactly. I've got a friend in you. Oh no! Stop it! Stop it! No! <laughs> no! Moving on! Moving on! <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? Uh, I love the sound of, uh, that money makes whenever you flip through it or count it or, you know, the sound of money. <laughs> Coins hitting the table? Coins, are you sure, sure. <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? Oh, I know what it is. I know, it's this noise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Actually, I'm actually furious right now. The, you clicking a pen <laughs> when there's a microphone <laughs> recording. Uh, yes, that that truly is. Uh, I didn't realize how deep the hatred for that sound is. Yes. <laughs> what is your favorite curse word? Okay, my favorite curse word is the C-bomb, but in the Irish sense. <laughs> in the Irish sense. Oh, so in a jovial sense. It's not even really yes. a curse word then. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I, I've been listening to this podcast called The Bald and the Beautiful, which is uh, hosted by uh, two drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race, Trixie Mattel and Katya. Okay. And Trixie Mattel calls everybody whore. And I've totally started using it like in a, but like in the same sense where it's a term of endearment. Right. It's like this whore is on a beach in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Yes, you can call me a whore anytime, Jessica. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Would not be offended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Huh. Well, I would have to study a bit for it, but uh, definitely I'd have to say uh, K-pop dance choreographer. <laughs> of course. I think I, I already see. know quite a bit from watching plenty of K-pop videos. I actually, this is a hilarious image. I'm, it's not even grossing me out. It's like a hysterical image. I picture like BTS dancing <laughs> and then you just like in front of them, like doing the moves. But Right. And like, then I'm like, five, no, six, no, no, seven, that's eight. wrong. <laughs> like this from the top. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, it, it, it's like on... Saturday Night Live when um, they were filming the Beyonce single ladies <laughs> and Justin Timberlake was one of the single ladies and Paul Rudd was the choreographer. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Uh, I would have to say fresh air inspector. A fresh air inspector? Is this, a Is this a from Japan? No, <laughs> this is actually something that goes back to when I was in school and you did those standardized tests to kind of figure out what is your best 
profession? Like, like what, what should you be aiming for? And it would ask you a whole bunch of questions to try and figure out what you like, what you don't like. You must have done something like that in school, right? Yes. And, and my answer to, to that would be large appliance and vending machine repair. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Fresh Air Inspector was one of those kind of jobs where, <laughs> and we did it on kind of like punch cards. I mean, like this was before personal computers. <laughs> this is so oh, far wow. back. And so we found out that Fresh Air Inspector was one of them. And we're all like plotting, how how can we answer these questions to get Fresh Air <laughs> Inspector? Exactly. We're trying to game I'm the so system. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> but, but like in retrospect, I think, no, actually that does sound like a bad, bad job. <laughs> boring, <laughs> boring. <laughs> boring. That sounds, I mean, you get to be outside. Well, maybe. <laughs> there are worse things. There are worse things in life. All right, let's wrap this up. Last question. Okay. Andrew, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hmm. Uh, I would like him to say to me, Andrew, come on in. Everybody's here. Absolutely everybody is here because there's nowhere else. <laughs> huh. <laughs> that, that, I think that's deeper than you were trying to make it. It's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the end. <laughs> the end. The end. I'll, I'll edit that in. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> and 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 as promised we have gone so we have just hit 46 minutes of post episode chat so we've officially gone way longer than the episode itself <laughs> the tv episode itself excellent <laughs> all right so uh you can find us on the internets uh on instagram at swimcast s-w-y-m cast uh, Twitter at Swimcast or email swimcast at gmail.com. Great. And stick around. There'll be a feature song and some outtakes because we make plenty of those. And uh, yeah, that's it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, Stermonics here. Thanks for sticking around. Today's feature song is a song that I recorded as a soundtrack song, and it's called Breezy by the River. After that, I can assure you there will be outtakes. From this episode, even. I seem to re blah, 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 be recording. So, oh, Jesus. What is that sound? Uh, 
the sound that only you can hear. <laughs> yes, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's very piercing when it happens. Anyway, uh, why don't you do the countdown? Let's do that first before we, before I fuck it up. Oh yeah, I was about to, I was about to start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're such pros. Yeah. Publicist. Oh, publicist. Yeah, Sounds, publicist. Yeah, I, his, his role. Who, yeah, who was very flamboyant and wore a cravat. Yes. And his sole purpose was... Oh, sorry, I'm getting a call. One moment. Um, uh, his... Oh, blooper. I should have put my mom on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, he's wearing a cravat. Swimcast is brought to you by ABC, the Anunnaki Broadcast Corporation, and heard on Nibiru Networks across the Tri-Galaxy region. Nibiru Networks, holograms so real you can touch them. Like, oh my god!